welcome one and all to a special tinfoil edition of Hutton Orbital Radio News Live. As ever, manning the science console, I'm your host, Dick Chafing, and joining me in the studio tonight, I'm joined by Mike Oxlong. Tonight's show is brought to you by the letters U, A, P, and L, and the number 8 as well, as the thought for the day. If eight Thargoids with eight sides ate eight crates full of galactic guides, how long would you wait to find out the state of the mugs you shipped in your freight? Hey, eh? To find out more about these important questions, as well as exactly what strange chemicals my co-host has left open on his desk, stay tuned after the news. But first, we have to do the headlines. Hodden's team building exercise ends with Homer, Hober, even in infirmary. Truckers mug the Thargoids from the inside. Hutton embraces new control system launch. Salt shortages reported at Shinrata Desra. Rubber band bounce brings us back in Kappa One City. Bugger. Last weekend's visit to Seoul for the annual LaveCon conference. Why a LaveCon is held in Seoul, nobody knows, but it's probably something to do with space. So the latest team building exercise for the Hunters War attack team, who despite an unfortunate accident with an acronym, seem to have been training with such combat luminaries as Gluttony Fang for defense of Alvin's systems. This year, Hober Mallow, the inventor of the Dirty Hober maneuver, took command of a crack team of space pilots in the simulator planet side on Earth, and proceeded to attempt to set the record for the most enemies destroyed. Engaging what we understand was the chuckle-fuck gambit, the Hutton truckers managed to park their ships on the far side of a minefield and proceed to relentlessly insult all incoming ships. Their captains, their captain's mother, the science officer's wife, the doctor's cooking, their choice of clothing and probably their latest hairdo. Utterly incensed by the team's behaviour, all incoming ships threw caution to the wind and rather foolishly traversed the minefield, whilst Team Chucklefuck celebrated by emptying the simulator's bar supplies. Which led to a win. There are rumours that the Chucklefuck truckers were disqualified for a variety of infractions including being drunk in charge of a spaceship and wearing inappropriate uniforms while sat in the captain's chair tattooing things on their bodies that may offend people, repeatedly swearing at station staff, and calling the Earth Defence Fleet the Earth Defence Fleet a bunch of de-evolved, knuckle-dragging, Thargoid-loving space apes with nothing better to do than pick insects out of their hairy berry buttons. Belly buttons. My god. We don't approve of such things. Well, we don't officially approve of such things. But as they say, what happens in Saul when Lavecon is on, stays in Saul. 
Last night, an intrepid collection of motley mother truckers, including Hutton Regulars, Brett Riverboat, Deadmeat GF, Kosh Narenik, Odimon and his pun machine, Massey, joined by allies, including the often missed Dobbo, Chris Fallian, and some bloke called Steve, made a direct line for the latest alien structure discovery, with a full cargo of Hutton mugs. Having failed to deliver mugs to the alien flower ships for scanning or anti-gravity antics, they hoped to bring mugs into the heart of an alien machine to see what effect it would have. Surrounded by scurrying scavengers who spat sticky slime at their canopies and with no concerns for their own safety, they navigated their way into the tunnels, dropped their valuable cargo, lit the blue touch paper and stood well back. It turns out that alien structures don't want mugs either. They do shine nicely when lit up, though. If this continued ignoring of the Hutton mug by our new alien acquaintances carries on, there are rumours that our resident engineering team will be creating new hull upgrades out of spare Hutton mugs, which, as everyone knows, are made from scrap salvaged from frameshift drive plates of ships that have failed en route to Hutton cladding your ships in scrap to be ignored by aliens. We like this plan. There are strong rumors that the headquarters of the Pilots Federation at Shinrata Desra is suffering a major salt shortage this month. The usual prolific salt donations by generous groups including this SDC, Code, Adels Amarda and others seems to have utterly stopped for no known reason. Residents have taken to having their crisps as shake-flavoured. The latest beard colouring is just pepper. People of Scottish descent have decided to just wave their ire, and the, soul, the local security forces have been heard to be arresting violent criminals on ass charges. Whilst reductions in salt are good for your blood pressure, we are concerned that without their regular salt lake, the controllers of the Pilots' Federation will suffer from hyponatremia. Huh? Hyponatremia. Huh? Hyponatremia. Something to do with a lack of salt, which can cause changes to a person's mental state, vomiting and muscle twitches. Not to be confused with post-Lavecon mods, which has very similar symptoms. And finally, we have news that, having been kicked out of Kappa 1 SETI by the aforementioned EDF, Hutton have not only expanded right back there again by accident, but indeed, management, uh, indeed have managed to end up in an election to get Consac Silo back. The Hot Pit team will be here with more shortly. But in the meantime, all we can say is, we're really glad we didn't leave it in a total state when we left the place. That was the news. This is Hutton, and coming up after our first tune, we have a special guest representative from Canon Interstellar who can maybe tell us what on earth hyponatremia is. I don't even know if that's right. What do you reckon, Mike? Close enough. <laughs> First, from <laughs> John Greaves, we have Lost Is, 
I don't know, my printer seems to have misprinted a majority of lots of words on my script, leaving this to be a very interesting episode, so stay around and see if I can figure out what parts of my words are missing. Ah, it's good to be back. Oh my goodness, what a weekend. I don't know about you, uh, Russell, who's joining me in the studio, Vantian, unfortunately, is currently away in the middle of nowhere, locked in a cupboard, trying to work out what went wrong with his life. Uh, he'll join us next week with a summary of that. Uh, but in the meantime, we are, yeah, what a week, um, what a weekend. Um, spent the weekend with Frontier, where, of course, Russell, you were there. Flossie was there. We had um, Spike was there. We had our, you know, Lord High Poobah, Ian McNeil, Splendor was down there giving it everything. We had Hober. Unfortunately, we saw a lot of Hober that we didn't want to see. We had, like, we had Commander Alien, Commander Mindwhip. So many skip rat was even there such an absolute massive um so i'm just getting a message through from someone going, did you manage to get me one of those codes no no well yeah i did actually but let's let's not talk about that um so <laughs> it was a great weekend so russell it was fantastic wasn't it yeah have you recovered just about, just about. Still, you know, sort of vaguely, vaguely sleepy, but um, yeah, I, I'm up for another one right now, to be honest. Oh, fuck off. It was brilliant. <laughs> Sorry. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you may not be, but... Uh, <laughs> I've not quite recharged. Yes, uh, I'm still still struggling to stay awake when I sit down for more than two minutes. Um, it's, a, it's a hard graft. It really is. It's a, it's a real tough one. And of course, I had some many, many people who stepped in to help us, uh, so much so... Uh, that on the Sunday, when we no- do our normal rip-down, I'd taken a chance when the raffle was on to nip away for a wee break, a wee lie-down, and when I came back, all you sods had done all the work, and there was nothing left for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take credit for it, but I went to pack up my stuff, and yeah, God, they were quick this year, weren't they? <laughs> they were damn quick, so I was well... I mean, thank, I cannot thank them enough. Uh, we had also, in the back room, we had Chris Walton, who Alan had arranged to come and down and help us in the back room with sound and stuff and he was amazing we had mind wipe out about keeping an eye on things for us we had alien in the back room assisting where we could get the where we could use her which was amazing so so such a community event amazing that everyone pulls together and of course the uh the spectacular input from frontier developments who couldn't do more for their community at all Oh, yeah, they're a fantastic bunch. I had a great time, sat down and, and chatted AI with Sarah Jane Avery, which was great, you know. <laughs> and natter to Ed and, you know, well, getting to shut up's a trick, actually, with Ed. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, they're a great bunch. There were so many of them there. Met, met a few of the new guys to front, at Frontier. Yeah, really uh, excited to sort of see what they're going to bring to the party as well. Could a long chat with them. And, oh. of course, we wave goodbye to Executive Director. Executive yeah. Director? Yeah, yes, isn't he? Producer. Producer. Executive producer Michael Brooks as he donned his fat controller hat and headed off <laughs> to the new game for Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, that's what we reckon anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're sticking with that till we hear anything different. Yeah, until proved otherwise. No, it's been a... Uh, well, we, we've carried kind of covered what we've been up to. We've been, I don't think we've been in-game. I don't know, have you been in-game at all since you got back? 
I have, I have. I've, I've dusted off Commander Evenstar. I haven't played for a few weeks, and um, he's heading to see these these um, rather exciting little aliens that, that um, seem to be yeah. turning up. So we're jumping that way in my little puddle-jumping python, which um, takes a long time. But but it's it's getting close now. I'm getting excited. It's just one of those things where, you know, you go away for a weekend and all hell breaks loose in the universe. And you know what happens when truckers, when all hell breaks loose in the universe and truckers haven't got a hope in understanding it. We, we bring in help. We, we go to people that do know what's going on and, and we bring in people like Commander Starbeer who joins us in the studio tonight to try and maybe shine a little bit of light on these tinfoil goings on in the universe. <laughs> Good evening, Starbeer. Now, we'll start off with the, the big business. Did you get yourself along to LaveCon this time or is this something you would like to try in the future? Uh, it's certainly something I would like to try in the future. I didn't uh, manage to get there this time round. Ah, shame. They've announced the date or the provisional date for next year is the 8th of June. Is that date any better for you? Um, hopefully, yes. It's uh, right around the time I usually uh, go away for uh, a small holiday. So it sh- should be okay to uh, go there and hopefully uh, bring Mrs. Beaver along as well. Yeah, we'd love to see some oh, tinfoil hat wearing biscuit munchers running around the place. Um, it would add that certain sense of grandeur and intelligence. It would raise the IQ by at least four points. <laughs> Although I think if I don't go, we could maybe raise it by more. It's <laughs> just, just one of those averages things. We're going um, to hit double figures at this, right? Yeah. Wow. A bit of reason. Oh, it might be a bit of a stretch, that. Double figures? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Depends on the biscuits. Uh, right. Well, it has been a, a very eventful week since the update on. Now, was that Monday the update hit or was it Sunday? Monday. Monday. Thank you, Flossie. Flossie, you're keeping me right. Um, update hit. We had a lot of uh, network fixes and stuff and a lot more stable connections, which is wonderful. And then, I don't know, Star Beaver, do you have an idea what happened? When did this all kick off? Um, well, with well, with all the mysteries covering the Pleiades, we had uh, uh, well, a lot of commanders from all, of all different walks. Uh, within the Pleiades, you know, having a look around, trying to have an interaction with the uh, with the alien vessels, and um, when the service went down, uh, we had a lot of people in the area as it starts, and service came back up. Everybody, it, it sort of happened in a kind of a mixture that we had one outpost found uh, in one system, and then another, obviously, uh, uh, an, uh, an unregistered comms beacon, which was found in another system, and they were sort of pointing at each other. Um, but at the end of it all, uh, there was some uh, uh, planetary coordinates, uh, which was, I believe it was taken from one of the logs, and uh, it was a Commander Lightning Wing who uh, got to the site first, and it... it, it, it Wow, it's 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 such an amazing sight when you first see this craft, and well, I, I, I myself am assuming it's a craft, and from that point onwards on uh, the Monday uh, up until now, eight sites have been found so far, each with different um, uh, different messages which can be uh, taken from the uh, central structure if you uh, put in the correct uh, devices. 
Oh, now that, that sounds... So, if we could maybe have a, a description of what it's actually like. So I've not seen them myself. I've seen the place has gone absolutely mental. But I know that Ben Moss Woodward, or Commander Eidweiss, was going mental trying to get himself to one of these places on Tuesday night. Um, what is it? I mean, are they all very similar in layout? Are they all very similar in the, the look? Or are they as varied as you could possibly imagine? They are similar in look. And... Um, from looking outside, particularly from the first four sites, which we are calling inactive, uh, the reason why we're calling those sites inactive is um, there are portals around the center structure. And if you approach the portals with either an unknown artifact, an unknown probe, or an unknown link, these portals will open. But at the first four sites, it seems like there's been like a cave-in behind these uh, uh, portals. Now, sites five through eight are what we are calling active sites, where you can go into the structure itself and follow a network of chambers. Wow. Wow. And um, when you say active as well, are there well, what can only be described as alien craft moving around or vehicles of some nature? Um, the vehicles, which I believe you're talking about, uh, are called scavengers. Um, we're not exactly sure what they do. Um, there are uh, a lot of, um, uh, as you can imagine, there are a lot of theories uh, flying around at the moment. And these scavengers appear to be, um, I don't know if you could call it collecting material, but they seem to be collecting material from uh, different areas and uh, following like a patrol route and then uh, dumping um like uh, a, a sort of greeny, yellowy type, uh, drippy substance over <laughs> either the structure, or if you're inside the structure, you will see them dropping um, these, uh, uh, well, this green goo onto what look like um, eggs. Oh, wow! And that's from within inside. I I actually noticed uh, a couple of nights ago whilst we were on stream with um, uh, Idlevice uh, on uh, Tuesday that not only were they putting this stuff onto the ground on these eggs or around the eggs, but they were also going up to the roof of the central structure and uh, doing something up there as well. We're not exactly sure what they're doing. I think more observation is uh, certainly needed for that. Okay, now have we had any reports of hostilities or any damage caused to commanders or to the aliens alike? Um, well, to the uh, aliens, I have had, uh, or to the alien, um, uh, well, scavengers, um, there have been instances of, firstly, well, commanders have been uh, obviously shooting them, um, which uh, is totally up to them. And they've been able to collect uh, micro materials from them. But another interesting behavior is from these scavengers, if you, uh, like was uh, suggested by, uh, it was a commander, Commander Stephen User suggested uh, that we uh, insert an alien relic, uh, sorry, an ancient relic from the Guardian sites in place of one of the other, uh, either UA, UP or UL, which we did. And uh, I, I'm sure uh, a lot of listeners um, saw the reaction of the central uh, device, but also the scavengers uh, turned hostile to uh, everybody who was actually in the room. 
Oh my goodness! So there's definitely a re- there's well, there's definitely a reaction to Guardian tech by these uh, Thargoids. That's it's amazing, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is. It was uh, certainly a surprise that the uh, that the central structure actually accepted the relic. Yeah. So, is there any any theories as to what these sites are? Um, there's, uh, one, one theory which I, which I do like is that, um, these, uh, sites are, uh, a a relic, um, a a relic craft, which may have been, uh, there for quite a long time. And that these scavengers are, they are, uh, recycling material that can be used, maybe. Uh, something that gives credence to that is that all dotted all the way around the sites are uh, barnacle spikes with no barnacles in sight. Uh, could it be? Um, could barnacles be a re, uh, not only a mining system but also a recycling system? Yeah. Okay. So a kind of an organic um, or, or, or an organic device that breaks down the inorganic. Um, making it useful. I don't know. It sounds. I mean, what what are what are Canon doing? Obviously, you're, you've got observation posts set up. Um, is this a, an all hands on situation? Has have the guardians kind of slipped into the the back burner for now while we deal with this active well threat or or non threat? Uh, well, at the moment in in Canon, a lot of commanders uh, are. Um or pooling together, pooling resources, trying to find out as much information as they possibly can, uh, cross-referencing things, noting things down, and also uh, noting interesting behaviours uh, by uh, uh, not only the unknown artefact, unknown probe, the unknown link, but uh, or also things which are happening at the sites. And I've also been told that there have been uh, flower ships uh, visiting the sites as well. Um, I have seen video evidence of that. Uh, I've yet to see it myself, uh, but for the guardians, uh, in answer to that question, I, I think we should probably be be splitting resources between the two uh, uh, mysteries at the moment because there's there's obviously a link. Uh, oh, yeah, what link. is that link? Exactly, yeah. what is that link? I mean, it's just sort of fantastic. Now, are you <clears throat> as canon? Is obviously this is this is pretty serious changes to the the universe and the way that we. Um, operate at all we've got to take account of something seems to be happening and we're, we're uncovering more and more about it with every day that passes are you is canon looking for people to get involved and help what kind of things can we lowly truckers do to assist you any uh, as we have constantly maintained from day one that anybody is welcome at canon um you can come along you can just have a look at what we're doing um if you recognize something which you feel may be important you can just mention it within our discord within our forums uh, we, we actually will be having a new website coming online in the next couple of weeks uh, where a lot of information regarding all the mysteries in in elite dangerous can be found um but uh, at the moment if you see anything odd anything suspicious anything weird which we would consider weird uh, please stop by the Canon Discord and just uh, mention it to someone. It, it, it could be relevant. It might not be. It's always worth checking out. Yeah, when well, you I'll see tell you what is weird, <laughs> okay. is that they don't like mugs. Yeah. 
Well, What's I, going on there? I was going to suggest that maybe we should all report Hober and the nappy at the weekend, but maybe that's not the kind of weird they're looking for. But yeah, why? Why, when they were given a mug, did they spit it back out of the commander? Honestly, they, they, they may not even uh, uh, use mugs for all we know. That's a quite a clever answer, actually, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Curses foiled again. <laughs> so, do you think there's any more than eight, or do we think that's that's got any significance with the eight, the eight, the eight pronged aliens and the eight um, sites? Have we got um, anyone well, searching out for more sites? Uh, there are hundreds of commanders looking for new sites at the moment. Um, the, the the number eight cer- certainly seems to be a little bit prophetic. Uh, I must uh, admit that, but um, we shall see. It could just be confirmation bias. We don't know. Well, it shall be good to find out. I'm, yeah. I'm getting close myself. So there's only really one question oh. that's kind of important um, that that affects everybody in the universe, and maybe this is a big question to to throw on you at the end of this. Uh, so, Chad Starbeaver, but. Um, are we all doomed? With careful consideration and approaching uh, certain situations objectively, I don't think we are doomed. Humanity will... Oh, sorry, humanity has a, uh, has, has a way of surviving. Wow. That would be... Because of my best running away trousers, I expect. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose what we can do is, if we have any problems, we can always sacrifice Cecil to them. And by the time they've sobered up after consuming his body, we'll all be moved. We'll all be out hiding in Colonia. <laughs> <laughs> if not, we can can just use Hober as a shield. They're never going to come near that, are the they? Crikey, no! I think that happy. Interna- intergalactically, um, that is an image that any creature or species will look at and go, no. There's something very wrong going on there. Well, that, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for coming in, Star Beaver. And, and um, does anyone have, and I'm not sure if you have, have you set up a 24-hour Twitch feed of one of the sites? Um, no, we don't actually have a 24-hour Twitch feed of uh, any of the sites going on at the moment, I don't think. I just wonder if there's any clan commanders out there crazy enough to set up something like that so that we can have, you know, kind of like Thargoid Watch. You know what? Maybe I'll do it myself. Maybe I will set up Thargoid Watch and people can tune in and watch and see what's going on from a wee corner hidden on the one of these wonderful, amazing alien bases uh, or structures or whatever they want to be called. But, um, well, I suppose we should actually ask if people are wanting to go and see them, where where, where should they go? Or are they protected sites now and we shouldn't be sending hundreds of thousands of uh, space tourists? By all means, I don't think these sites are protected uh, by any of the major powers. Uh, Canon certainly won't restrict anybody accessing the sites. Um, as science is for all. Um, I do suggest, though, that if you do go and want to have a good look around... Um, that you at least uh, equip yourself with a uh, corrosive-resistant cargo rack or know someone who has one and take a UA so you can actually access the building, as I do know that UPs are rather hard to come by. Okay, so you need a UA for your key to entry right now. I'm just going to check and see if we have any questions uh, coming in. I think we've got one from, oh, in fact, it's from Commander Snoz. Um, and it is, do you agree, that's to you, Star Beaver, that with uh, 
the agents from Frontier that shooting the Thargoid stuff is inviting trouble? Well, I think from uh, what we've already seen in the Pleiades uh, that's already inviting trouble is that we have found several uh, wrecked uh, Corvette-class vessels and also a couple of... Uh, was it the uh, Farragut-class vessels in the Pleiades, which have been obviously attacked by these uh, by these uh, alien vessels and have caused quite a severe amount of damage? So, I think the first shot has already been fired. In if you if you're speaking in those terms, well, more along the lines, I think obviously Canon uh, operates on a a sort of a non-aggressive interaction. It's more a sort of observe and and report um, that you guys do, isn't it? Yes, it is. We're we, we're more of a, a more observation than uh, anything else. If if we do need to get the guns out, at that that's that is ultimately a last resort for cannon. Okay, well, I think you know, the advice we would then send out to all truckers is try to avoid getting involved in any kind of aggression with them while we find out what the capabilities of these uh, craft are and um, report back anything. And if you're out there and you see something interesting, then try and capture some video and uh, get it over to the Canon scientists. And that is at Canon.net. No, what was the website? I think I remember now it was... Canon.science. Canon.science, that was it, exactly. Um, and you'll be able to find information on how to send them your clips and stuff from that website. Um, thank you very much for coming in, Star Beaver. It's been enlightening and somewhat a little bit frightening. Thank you very much for having me, and sorry for frightening you. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Can't wait. I'm, I'm kind of. It's, it's one of these things where it's time to get the microscopes out and the, uh, the the magnifying glasses, and just make sure that you don't have a star behind you as you're <laughs> shining it on the aliens, because you don't want to melt them. That would be horrific. Russell um, and even Flossie, is there anything you guys want to ask before we move on? Well, for those that are a little out of the loop, where's the best place to get an unknown artifact? An unknown artifact. Um, I'll just take a little look for you. Uh, we have a, uh, a small database of sites, and there's one particular system that I do enjoy visiting because I can almost immediately get one, and that would be. <laughs> so it's just. Taking me a moment. No, no, don't worry. That would be HIP one five seven three one. It's about a hundred light years out of the bubble. Say that again. That's HIP one five seven three one. There you go, people. Go and get yourselves keyed up and get yourselves out and have a look at one of these sites. But remember, be respectful. Always close the gate and pick up your litter before you leave. That's the standard rules of any space tourism. So let's hopefully see that you all behave yourselves in a beautiful way. Um, we're going to go for a slightly extended break because I'm going to have to run off and do something in the background. Um, and I'll be right back. But um, we have a lovely tune uh, which is dedicated to the Canon scientist, actually. Uh, believe this or not and it's for all those people out there that are shooting at those cute little scavengers you horrible people and it is the science in violence by the rifles we'll be back after these short breaks <laughs> Wow, 
know that 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 just that frontier theme just sounds absolutely spectacular. No matter when you hear it, and we forgot to play it on the big speakers. The the live call. We forgot. We forgot. Commander Simon's to blame. Uh, excuse me. It was in a video. It was in a video, yeah, it sounded amazing, that video. Right, well, this is time to mind wipe for the Hot Pit Report. So I am going to hand over to Evenstar, and I'm going to have to nip away again. I'm not quite finished, so if Evenstar can take us through the Hot Pit Report, and then go through, the, in fact, if you could just interview yourself about what truckers should get up to this week, that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone should listen to me about what to get up to, but in the meantime, <laughs> here we go. It's the weekly roundup from the Hutton Orbital Truckers political information team. First tonight, the latest scores at 12, down 19 at 25, it's Wolf 124. At 11, up 2 at 33, it's Epsilon Indy. At 10, down 11 at 44, it's Wolf 25. At 9, down 8 at 46%, it's LP245-10. At 8, up 2 at 52%, it's Trepin. At 7, up 2% at 56, it's Wolf359. And up 6 at 5, it's 56, it's Wolf... Ah, why? It's 08550714. At 5, down 11 at 67, we're at home at Alpha Centauri. At 4, up 3 at 69, it's PSPF LF2. At 3, up 13 at 69, it's Van Marnen Star. And at 2, up 7 at 72, it's LHS 340. And up 1, up 7 at 75 is George Pantazes. And in Colonia, we have 3.6% at uh, Amatasaboshi. And 3.4% at Pathias. 10.5% at Fartari. And a massive 53% at EOL Procol Centauri. Oh, that was slick, wasn't it? So, there's lots going on this week. Uh, we have an election in Capo City, so we are looking to get more stuff there. We are... Where's my notes? There it is. Um, we're against the Confederacy of Bael Taka. We're well behind at 8% below them, so let's leave it that way. Or, or maybe not. We'll see. And also, who on earth found Lothman 16 again? We thought we'd lost that back down the sofa. Yes, well, Lothman 16 is back again. It's um, trailing behind us at 1% right at the bottom of the pile there, but it is back in there. Wolf 25 and Wolf 124 are looking very poorly, though. We really could give that some hop and love. But Hot Call, still at war. They're, they're a fighty bunch, the, these newbies. But uh, So they're at war in Amatasobushi, I believe is how you definitely don't say it. Um, so what we need from the truckers at the moment, we need Wolf 25, we need trade, we need missions. Um, there's no combat action because it doesn't contribute anything towards us in election time. So peaceful complex state, all about the missions. So trade missions, passengers, data drops in Wolf 25, in particular Wolf 124, and if you've got time, LP245-10. Data drops, if you've got masses of data just burning a hole in your hull plates, first get it patched up, that's just kind of smart. But if you can, we want some at 
Yamakazi Station in Wolf 124. We could do with it a bonkers at Wolf 25, and we could also do with plenty of lovely, delicious data at Galton Gateway in LP245-10. But if you've got data first, do uh, check with our spy team. So, Sean Noctavagus, Major General Noctavagus is your first contact, if not any of the other fantastic spy team, if you know who they are, uh, will help you out. If not, contact one of us. So, data drops we don't want, though. We don't want data dropped in Luffin 16 or Sirius or Epsilon Eridani or Kokiri um, or Kappa 1 Seti. Oh, we got some breaking news just in from Mindwipe. Hot cold breaking news. We need pilots to secure our home influence to stave off a lockdown. Yes, so if you're in the Colonia area and you're a, a loyal trucker, um, take some uh, advice from Alvin, get those guns out and get off and give us a bit of a bit of security. Try and um, get that crime down, hand in those bounties and stave off our lockdown. Um, oh, I'm getting notes in. What do we got? What do I get? Nope, not getting notes in. No. Nope. So, we also have some high crime systems. Wise 08550715 has got some high crime. So, if you want a bit of bounty, you can go across there. Um, that is the Hot Pit Report for now. I, I believe, Al oh, yeah, I believe Alvin's telling us we do not want Sol. I'm sorry, what was that? I believe Alvin is telling us we don't want Sol. No, well, it, it smells a bit. It's got that, that EDF lot in it, and, well, you know what they're like, and, you know, if they've had their hands on it, well, perhaps we could live without it. But um, if anyone's got any guesses as to where we're likely to expand next, because, you know, the way we're doing with these uh, these percentages, we're up quite high in George's Pants, LHS340, Van Marnas, PSPF, and, you know, for Century, right next to the, the, the EDF lot. Um, so... You never know, there could be an expansion coming in sometime soon. Nothing immediately, though. Um, we're looking at boom, civil unrest, lockdown, and outbreak. That, that, that'll be them over there, you know, sending their, their bugs over here. I could really do with a music button right now, you know. Um, I, <laughs> I don't have any music here that I can play through. You know, tell you what, tell you what, I reckon I can put on a gold condor by Mrs. P. So let's see if that, this works, shall we? Oh yeah, that'll be perfect. Okay. I'm just going to put some people of the microphone. Oh. Absolutely amazing. Uh, do we have any more songs coming from, from that talent? We do, well, we've got some lyrics. I've, I've just got a basically nail her feet to the floor and, and point her in front of her microphone and, and hold the kids away with some, something quiet and and we, we will have some more. I think I think Mrs. C has also got some more. Does, does that help with the high notes? Nailing her feet to the floor. <laughs> it certainly does me, but she, it's not usually the feet she goes for. <laughs> yeah, tell her we want more. We want more. Yes, I, I, shall, I shall nag her. But uh, yeah, that, that was Gold Condor, of course, lyrics by the marvellous Mindwipe, who also does his own fantastic version. I just, you know, like to show off the missus here, so. <laughs> no, 
absolutely. That's fantastic. This is why I'm not allowed the radio on my own, you see. So, so <laughs> I, I just want to double check that it, during your Hot Pit report that you mentioned that we had something looming on the horizon um, that happened today. Did you mention the fact that we're back in freaking Lumen? <sighs> yeah, Lumen 16, <sighs> lingering at 1%, but oh. We're going to be known away. as the yo-yo faction, aren't we? Yeah, it's like it's like the, it's like the turd that you need a stick for. It just won't flush. It just won't go. Go, go, double flusher. Or right. anyway, sorry for my uh, absence. There, we are back in back into normal normal broadcast. Although, thank you, Simon, for stepping in. And um, yeah, yeah, I think you should apologise for your stick analogy first before being away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry about the stick analogy. Uh, and there's no more black pudding specials going on down at the local cafe. Um, right, what we did have was, um, we had the Hot Pit Report. We do have a tune, but we will sneak it in. Oh, he's got one either side of that one too. We wanted to play Science of Fear by the Temper Trap at the end of Flossie, but we'll move on and we'll just carry on next. Um, well, no, sorry, not the end of Flossie, before Flossie. But now, it is that time in the evening where... We go to the queen of the community goals. Are, are you there, Flossie, actually? Uh, yes, I'm here. <laughs> Excellent. We're going to go over to the queen of the community goals with this week's community goal news, whatever you want to call it. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie and the Community Goals. Hello, it's Flossie here with the CG News for the 29th of June, 3303. The People's Rakapaila Progressive Party issues request and restoring order in the Rakapaila are the first two CGs this week. Following a population spike in Rakapaila, the People's Rakapaila Progressive Party has issued a request for commodities in order to stimulate the system's economy. The People's Rakapaila Progressive Party has placed an open order for domestic appliances, consumer technology and clothing and has promised to reward pilots who deliver these commodities to Stone Enterprise in the Rakapaila system. In support of this operation, the organisation has also placed a kill order on all ships on its wanted list to ensure that those delivering materials to Stone Enterprise can do so safely. This campaign begins today, the 29th of, of June, and will run for one week. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. <clears throat> now we have three CGs, all called a safe haven. A spokesperson for the Pilots Federation has announced a new peacekeeping initiative centred on the LHS 3447, Erevate and Acellus Primus systems. The purpose of, this, of the initiative is to minimise criminal activity in these regions and thereby ensure the safety of inexperienced pilots. The spokesperson elaborated on the nature of the campaign. <clears throat> 
Many of the galaxy's independent pilots start their careers in these systems and we believe they should be able to operate without fear of being targeted by opportunist aggressors. Of course, pilots will not only be the beneficiaries of this initiative, the people of LHS 3447, Eravate and the Primus will also benefit from the increase in security. Authorities in the pertinent systems have responded positively to the proposal, with Governor Mandelbaum, Administrator of Cleve Hub, describing it as a boon to our people. They have also expressed hope that the success of the initiative will allow peacekeeping forces to maintain order once the campaign is over. The Pilots' Federation has called on the Galaxy's independent combat pilots for support and has authorised Adel's Armada, Cleve Hub Eravate, LHS 3447 Dynamic and Company of Dalton Gateway LHS 3447 and Cellus Primus Gold Legal Inn of Vehicle 2 Landing Cellus to reward those who support the initiative. This campaign also begins on the 29th of June and will run for one week. If the final tag is met early and planned, the campaign will end immediately. And that is the uh, CGs for this week. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, how did the Leave Radio Network one go last week? Uh, yes, that went very well. That ended up about halfway between tiers 7 and 8. So we didn't complete, but uh, it did go very well. Um Possibly if we hadn't have had a downtime on Monday, it might have completed. And of course, if a lot of us hadn't been at LaveCon over the weekend, it might have completed. <laughs> no, I, was, I think overall it did well. I was demonstrating that on the PS4 device, uh, the control device for Elite. I was uh, flying a ship using one of those devices and showing that that's the quickest way to make money in this game is to go and do your minimum as a new player you're not going to be able to carry much so one ton of the required requirement to that system puts you in the top 100% and when I looked at it on what's oh, it been Tuesday night or Wednesday night it was 600,000 for the top 100% yeah it was reached tier 7 so it'd be 700,000 amazing so easy, easy money for you new pilots out there. Legitimately helps you get a foothold and get your ship upgraded. Maybe even gets you in your first Cobra, uh, which is a big difference. So uh, very valuable, very valuable to get involved in these community goals. So even if you don't fancy doing the mindless run to try and get yourself into the top tiers, just doing that one-ton delivery can ensure you a very healthy payout at the end of the week. So what one are you recommending this week then, Flossie? Uh, well, um as I'm not into combat myself, I'll be doing uh, the um, the trade CG for the domestic appliances, consumer technology, and clothing. Oh, okay, excellent. I have to get round to it. I'm I'm off to see the uh, aliens at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I got a feeling I'll be jumping into the game. Um, hopefully on over the weekend I'll get some time in. Um, I've still got a slight addiction to player unknown to to try and uh, resolve, so I can get back in my ship and fly around and do some work. So close to to elite ranking in some some of my little uh, in trading certainly. Um, so a little bit of work can soon see that one over the line if I just actually get off my arse and stop sitting around doing nothing. 
<laughs> I'm sure you don't. Are you, are you elite yet, Flossie? Oh, my heck. <laughs> I, I'm wanting to get my main account to elite first, and she's on the way back from Colonia at the moment. So you're expecting to be elite in exploration? I'm hoping so. But I never seem to get an awful lot in exploration, not as much as other people do. I suppose you must be looking in all the wrong places. <laughs> I must be doing something wrong. I went to Colonia uh, to Fort Mug, and I did a lot of scanning on the way there, and I got nine and a half million. <laughs> I thought I'm just short of the ten million. Oh, no. Have you not got a patch? Yeah, I have a few patches, actually, from other <laughs> events. <laughs> I was thinking so well. Uh, I know that we're working on some top-secret um, surprises for the truckers coming soon, so do keep you know keep keep in there, guys. We appreciate all the efforts that you put in. If you're using the Hutton Trucker Tracker, uh, then thank you so much for that as well. Just loads of things coming together soon, so a kind of revitalised relaunch and push in the truckers coming soon. But first of all, first of all, First off a call. I don't even know what that means. First off a call. First of all, yeah, I man. think it means. I think so. Don't you think so, Mike? <laughs> Mike? What are we talking to? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll go with that. It seems like the safest option. Yeah, so we are now going to go for a little musical interlude and then we will be having some Wetherspoon crammed in this wonderful musical sandwich who um, is, of course, our very own mystery man. That's Galactic, you know, um, what you call Wetherspoon. <coughs> he is our very own mystery man up next. And, and before that, we have unra Unraveling the Tortured Tales. That's what he'll be doing. Unraveling the Tortured Tales from Garnet. But before that, we have a tune by an artist called Boxton called Mystery. And then following Wetherspoons, we'll be have a little tune as well. So we'll tell you what that is at the end. But for now, enjoy. News Digest, 29th of June, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news. Lave radio crew causes diplomatic incident. Taking the RNG out of engineering. Protecting the pilot station 4. Lave radio crew causes diplomatic incident. Members of the Lave radio crew, acting under orders from an agitator, have been responsible for a diplomatic incident between two alien races. A number of huge sunflower-shaped structures have been discovered this week on a number of planets in or near the Pleiades. They're clearly Thargoidian in origin and appear to be in a state of disrepair. However, at least one is partly functioning and when fed with a mixture of unknown probes, unknown links and unknown artefacts, they create a very pretty light show and make a screechy sound that has a map embedded in it. The map contains a representation of the Merope system and another system that's yet to be identified. It may well be the Thargoid invasion plans. However, 
agent provocateur Stephen Usher suggested feeding an ancient artifact from the Guardian's civilization to the Thorgoid ruin. Something which the highly suggestible Adler Weiss and Phoenix de Fire proceeded to do. From the amount of heat and light generated, and from the way the Thargoid iron chickens attacked the Lave radio crew, it appears that the gesture was not appreciated. Whether the incident leads to all-out war largely depends on whether the Guardians died out many thousands of years ago, or if they're just sleeping off a bad hangover. In related news, Ramtar's Mission Impossible to gather data from the Guardian ruins is now possible, after Tar further revised his software. And there's been speculation about whether unknown system permits are controlled by the same alien species that brought us unknown probes, unknown artefacts and unknown links. Perhaps we should just call them Thargoid system permits. Taking the RNG out of engineering. In the week, following the correction of an almighty engineering cock-up, the engineers have hinted that they might make life just a little easier for commanders. A small number of commanders had apparently been duping the engineers who know all about engineering but have trouble counting out the right change for a cup of coffee into delivering high-powered modifications when they'd only paid for a basic mod. The engineers have retrospectively fitted honesty modules to all affected ships amidst rumours that the XIII Legion and the frowning dog crew might be taking a short holiday. And Kahina Loren, who is very definitely dead and is currently promoting her new book, has pointed out that her story might have had a happier ending if the engineers had been a bit more careful. Now the engineers have said that they're looking at ways of ensuring that any modifications made to a module will improve it, rather than the current slightly random situation with sliders and roulette wheels. However, a spokesman for the engineers emphasised that this investigation into improving the performance of engineering bases comes with no promises and no ETA. Protecting the Pilot Station 4 The Pilots' Federation has appealed for help ensuring the safety of commanders using the new Pilot Station 4. The Pilot Station 4 control system launched this week, and there's concern that a flush of newly qualified commanders in the Acellus Prime, Erevate and LHS-3447 systems might attract the attention of naughty commanders. However, pirates and bounty hunters using the older PC and Xbox control systems have been flying around these systems for several hours now. And both sides report that there are no Pilot Station 4 commanders to be seen at all. It'd be really odd, an unnamed pirate said. We be knowings they be out there, but we can't see them. It'd be almost like they be in a parallel universe. He concluded his remarks by saying, Arr! and shiver be timbers. Because pirates have to talk like they're in the 17th century. And 
That's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. From the wreckage, crawling from the wreckage. Yeah, we're crawl, crawling from, crawling from Flossy ship wreckage. Hello, everybody. We're back. That was hey. another <laughs> an excellent uh, uh, Galnet news there again from Mr. Weatherspoon. You are a star. We are a star. Now, this is, and I'm not even sure if he's still here or if he's nipped out for a piss in a fag. Um, we'll play his theme tune and see what happens. It's time for the harbour's bed Don't pay too much attention, it'll probably be shit Is he here? Is he here? Is he? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and chuckle fucks, and welcome to Hober's Bit. This week, I'd like to take the time to thank my crews in Artemis as the captain. The first session commanders were Brick Riverboat, calmly piloting on the helm, Chuck reloading, unloading nukes and e- EMPs, and at times targeting the enemy on weapons. El Masri excessively managing the power and damage in engineering. Deadmeat GF, the king of comms and chuckle fuckery. And Major General <laughs> to Vegas checking out ship frequencies on science. This crew won us a joint first place in the 40 minute competition time across many, time, many teams at LaveCon. The second session, we swapped out Almazri for Eros Maidling on engineering and Nocti for Babster on science. Due to the misfortune of Snuffler, who went to go and make paper crate ships, he'd set us up with a non-sanctioned time limit where he didn't expect we'd survive, but we managed to last 51 minutes, totaling 52 kills. But the revolts were dismissed by the judges due to the extended time limit. As far as tactics go, we camped out our local base, requesting nukes and EMPs often, docking between enemy fleet attacks. We went for full power to front shields and took the hints and sent an EMP followed by a nuke into the middle of the fleet and picked off the remaining enemies with lasers. Once the EMP and nukes and bases were destroyed, we made haste behind a minefield whilst dropping our own miles for those whilst dropping our own mines for those who were chasing us, and continued to bait every ship by calling them a chuckle fuck till they crashed upon the mines like the tide on the shore. As far as the weekend goes, I'd like to thank Karen for organising the event, the Lave Radio crew, Carol Moof and the crew who set it all up and broke it down, FDev for the great discussions, the great truckers, the winged hussars, the Dockers cast, and everybody else, and a special thanks to Alien. I also noticed a dark, shadowy cabal of commanders throughout the event who seem to have private meetings away from everybody else. Private meetings? Very very kind of hold and... uh, murmured words. Whispers and everything. Which, which oh, it, it, it was interesting to be on the outside of it. It really was. What, what, what was it, though? I mean, okay, sorry. <clears throat> it was an excellent weekend. Now, we played the amazing 
Jimmy the Mug episode that Ventura had, but all those awesome sound effects. And it sounds like an amazing version. I think we got the timing wrong for the clip, and I think Cobra was too pissed as well. <laughs> I, I, I was perfectly fine, although I stood behind the speakers, so I couldn't clearly hear it. And I, I think a few other people had a bit of trouble hearing it. Um, I don't know if we've got it tonight, but if we can't play it tonight, we'll definitely play it next week. Well, let me see. I will, I'm just saying um, to Norm, uh, to to Ventura, to send it to me now, and then we'll get it out. We'll play it at the end of the show so that we can people can listen to it in the proper quality uh, that it deserves to be listened to and hear the full story of it. Um, yeah, I think sometimes you can put the wrong thing on at the wrong time, and I think we put it on just before Dockers, and it was maybe not the best time to run. I, th- I think everybody was focused on the 30 people that were standing up on stage. It gave me, though, you see, the thing was we were using that as our gap to get all the mics set up backstage, so it was helpful, um, but I just don't think it was possibly the right thing. Never mind, we'll live and learn, we'll not do that again next time, we'll next time we'll make sure that we have our hutton section and we keep it all together nice and neat. It's not going to mix, that's what we've learned. Anyway, how are you after this weekend then, Mr. Hobart? Are you feeling well? refreshed yeah no i'm good i'm good yeah um probably could have done with a bit more sleep on a bed but you know as is the weekend off your bed to somebody else because they need it more and unfortunately um agreeing with somebody oh yeah you can sleep in the spare bed and then them ending up sleeping in the hotel on one of the sofas because they couldn't quite work out where their room was oh, you um, not going to mention any names because you know what, what happens at lavecon stays at lavecon but um Fletch, if you're out there. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Yeah, not mentioning any, not pointing any elbows. No, 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 no. but a, a massive thank you for Aiden because, like, she put me up on her floor and that was great because I'd missed the old Brit River boat back home and uh, Fletch said he'd sort something out and, well, as is Lavecon, it's Lavecon, so... Yeah. It's a movable feast. What night was that? That was Saturday night. We had a bed spare on Saturday night. Yeah, so did a lot of people, but, you know. Was that the one that had the spa treatment included as well? Yeah, that's the one, yeah, with the foot massage and the electric vibration mattress, that one. Yeah. No. No, had I known... Had I known that... And the no, free beer. No, what, what? I had the free beer as well with the wee beardside fridge and the automatic pourer. That was awesome. <laughs> God, if we'd only known. It's a shame it went to waste. It is. Oh. Oh, it's such a shame. It's a shame. If we'd known that you were down there sleeping on a couch, curled up in Alien's room, then... Uh, no, 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 I stuck with the floor. I wasn't going to be impolite. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that'd be a first. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I kind on. of choked on that a little bit myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a good weekend. It was good fun. It was nice to see everybody. And uh, I, there's so many people to mention. I, I don't even think I've mentioned them. In I mentioned them. It's just like it's so great to meet people for the first time. Meet many people that you've seen for many years, and just have a good old chinwag and just just relax for the weekend because you're away from everything. Yeah, right. Well, <clears throat> we could have a, a wee run into the green room. I'm just checking to see. We've got a song. Have we got a song? No, I wouldn't bother going there. Okay, we'll not bother. We do have a song ready for the end of the show. Uh, what we will do is then 
Um, do you want to give us some information on who was involved in this Jimmy the Mug episode, please? Because it sounds like it's a an amazing uh, job of uh, the edit and the sound effects and even some of the acting. Although there's this, this guy in the middle of it called Hober. I don't know who he thinks he is. But the rest of them were awesome. Yeah. So just, as far as, as oh, go ahead, Simon. Yeah, no, I was just um, I, I'm just halfway through a bottle of uh, the special hot and orbital beer, and I just wanted to say that's bloody strong stuff. It's brilliant. It's, I am actually in much the same state about halfway through a bottle. It's, it's <laughs> grand, isn't it? Is, is your face all glowy and, and warm and fuzzy? I can't, I can't really, can't really feel it anymore, to be honest. I, I think that's a little too much Centauri Megagen, maybe, but um, yeah. it tastes great. Well, I understand from uh, Commander El, El Masri, who created the beer, there is, it is infused with gin, and not like your um, Desperados beers, where they have a hint of... Um, Tequila. This this has this has the real stuff in it. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's got quite a kick to it. God, I've got one chilling in the fridge. Now I'm gonna to have to go and have it and try and stay awake. <laughs> 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 no, I'll get mine as well. Yeah, you've now just sold. I know. I believe actually. Before we go into the, the we'll go into the Jimmy the Mug in a second because we're gonna end the show on uh, Jimmy the Mug. Um, Simon, you had some messages you wanted to throw out there as well, didn't you? Uh, yeah, it's going to read like a credits list, though. That's a, the problem. There is so many people to thank. Well, well sing it then. Don't, don't worry. You've just followed in from the worst bit on the show where I've just read pretty much bullet points for the evening. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's there, there's so many people to thank, and and this year at LaveCon, um, so many people just took ownership of their areas, and the case of turning up and you know seeing people with printed out sheets of stuff that I've spent ages typing just it's like you've, you've taken it seriously and that really meant a lot to me um, it really got us through a weekend also want to just put a shout out to somebody whose name was impossible to find out and that was Tamara who was there with Chris Walton <laughs> and very shy and quiet um, both of them thank you so much for all the help um, obviously, I've got a whole list. I will do a post in in, in a few weeks, but just want to, to to let everybody that helped out know uh, that I am very grateful for the help they put in. It was phenomenal to be able to get set up so quickly, and also to be able to get taken down while Grant went for a poo. <laughs> it wasn't a poo. It wasn't a poo. I'm the, and I don't think Flossie's forgiven you for announcing to the room that she didn't need to leave the room for a fart. And for you for bringing it back up again. (laughs) Oops, yeah, the fair point. Well, fair point by Robbie's face that it was clearly Flosses. That that, that smile on his face was unbelievable. There was one last thing people are like to thank, and that's the people at Microsoft and Logitech cameras for their um, special drivers, which just make things so much. So I just have a wee message for them, and that is. You suck! Yeah. Yeah, that 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 was part of the interesting labelling system. Although it worked well, I was chuffed. I got everything running eventually. My machine that kicked the bucket at the event is now currently broadcasting to you as we speak. So I'm back up and running, uh, all down to a sort of a, a rather very £120 motherboard replacement. Um, but I'm back up and running now, so hurrah! For the mug. For the mug, for the, for, mug. for the motherboard, 
for the level. Oh, site number <laughs> five. We have a Nano Explorer. Commander Nano Explorer has found a ninth alien site. That news just in from Canon Interstellar, um, from Star Beaver, our contact in the room tonight. Okay, um, right. Well, we're going to pass over to Holber, who's going to run down who's in this Jimmy the Mug episode, and then we will actually play it um, for the end of the show. So take it away, Hobie. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank Ventura because he he pulled this all together pretty much on 72 hours notice and stayed up far too late and I'm sure his missus got pissed off with him. But he, he was the, the linchpin of pulling all this together. Um, it's probably my fault for not getting it ready. Um, so he is the director, the sound effects man. He is the new Chris Jarvis and look out for his radio shows going forward with more Jimmy the Mug. As far as actors go, I'd like to thank uh, Brett Riverboat, Jimmy the Mug, Entarius uh, Fusion, Ramforth, myself, and unfortunately I don't have the name of the Welshman that did it, but I will find that out for next week and I will give him massive credits because he came in pretty late to the project and did his own recordings for it and it was all bit PC and I'm sure you know how this works, Cal, for a Dockers episode Everybody recorded their own bits, and then we just kind of threw them at Ventura, and then he did an amazing job in a short amount of time and just pulled it together and did an amazing job. So thank you very much, Ventura, and thank you very much to the rest of the crew. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't hear me at LabeCon, this is the Jimmy the Mug LabeCon special part one. Ooh, I hear you say. Jenny the mug. That's only the job, and I'll see you all out there in the stars later on. Bye. It's you in the mug. 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 It's you Scrambler better work or the mission is doomed. Base, this is Operative Sierra Delta Charlie reporting in. Over. Roger, Sierra Delta Charlie. We hear you loud and clear. Our sensors show that your keelback has just arrived at the target system and your fighter is stocked with all the necessary tools for the extraction. We'll transfer the mission destination and target to you now. Over. Base. Confirmation of mission details received. Operation Krieger is a go. Targeting Hutton Orbital and jumping into supercruise. Over. Greetings, Commanders. Roger that, Sierra Devil Charlie. And I repeat that the target must be captured alive. Remember, the target has managed to take out every operative we sent after him previously. Watch out for his guile and fighting prowess. Over. Base, I've got the commander details here. It states he slaughtered scores of pilots in his career, assassinated high-level faction targets, and has cross-affiliation with some of the top factions in and out of the bubble. En route, ETA, one hour, 30 minutes. Over. However, you shouldn't have any problems acquiring the target, unlike your predecessors. Our intel shows he's currently being held in a prison pod at Hutton Orbital, Pod Echo 5. Get him close and undetected. Carve the pod off with your beam laser on your fighter and haul him back to us. Base out. Meanwhile, in the prison section of Hutton Orbital... Intaris, can you run a quick diagnostics on the prison pods for me? Seems our special guest has managed to damage another one of the pods from the inside. Oh crap, 
Poddy 5 is showing significant damage. This is the third pod this week he's managed to disable the security systems in. We'll have to swap him with the less dangerous prisoner so he doesn't escape. You would say that. It's your turn to message Lael and let her know that another pod has been damaged. Just set the flash off in both cells, we'll haul them out and swap them over. Done. Oh, and I gave Jimmy a wedgie for landing and in this mess after his job attempt on that cruise ship. He was trying his best. It's just that Jimmy seems to have the worst luck of any commander I've ever met. Well, since Flossie reversed into two stars at once. I think that's where the term split roasted came from, and the diddly doodah manoeuvre. Yeah, I suppose. Eh, it's better than cubicle three duty, though, eh? Have you seen my security bracelet? I lost the last one inside a terror made of blood bore. Long story. They find out another one's gone. I'm going to be demoted back to Lael's head waxer. Base, this is Sierra Delta Charlie. I'm 15 kilometers out of target location. Dropping fighter, over. Nito and Nito and Trados, they were the last to last in my eyes, and I think I might have gone to sleep and woke up again. Oh, God damn it, there's that glass. They have uh, broken the uh, broken the pod. I'm in here, hello, hello. Or I might need more flying lessons on King Alden. The Caesar seems to keep them busy these days. Oh, have a Huh? Tough on. Hvad som sker? Ved Odins svanstre vridte sikkel. Oi, hot sex! I am telling you, this scrap metal tinfoil canister will not hold me. Let me out, or it will be your head in the lavatory this time. I promise you, you, you will be breathing through my fist for the remainder of your life if you don't comply. But don't worry, it will be a short, short time. Hey there, Potrins, I'm Jenny the Mug. Look, we've got ourselves into a doozy of the situation here. My cab seems to be all broken up and stuff. Hmm, maybe we should play a game to pass the time. Jimmy, is that you? Are you free? I can hear you, lad. I will get over there as soon as my bonds are broken. No, Jimmy, lad. This is not a time for games, I think. Roger that, Sierra Delta Charlie. Engage silent running and make your way to the south side of the station. Over. Can you repeat, please, base? I'm coming in from an equatorial vector approach of 285 degrees based on the station's rotation. Over. Sierra Delta Charlie, please align yourself with the station so you approach it south. Over. Are you serious, base? I'm in space flight. South means jack to me. 
Sierra Delta Charlie, please continue with the vector approach of space south. Over. Ah, sure thing, base. Realigning vector approach and um, heading space south. Or I'll just scan the station and see where the pods are. I'm not sitting at a 2D terminal 35 light years away. I'm not picking up any comms or scans from the station. Over. Roger that, Sierra Delta Charlie. Um, it's definitely space south. Contact us when you require the target's pod and go to a safe system. Over and out. Come over here. Are we going to be podnated? Hmm. I have not had a visitor since I got hauled in here for being a great captain on this great ship from Mugzulat. We got these passengers all the way to their destination. Yep, yep, yep. Sure, the medical team took a long time taking them into special cargo bag to the disposal, but hey, we did a great job. Aw, oh, you're a good fella. Sure you don't want to play, uh, look out that port and play I Spy with me? Mm-hmm. Stuck! Jimmy! You bleeding, imbecile! Playing games? What the bleeding? Oi! Hot sex! Let me... Out! Jimmy! What the- Jimmy! Podmates? Are you still on drugs? I start with my little eye. Something's beginning with a T. Hmm. I have? No, you're wrong, you're wrong. That doesn't begin with a D. It was blackness of space. My turn again. Yahoo! I start with my little eye. Something's beginning with an S. Been? Here? No, you're wrong. That doesn't begin with S. It was Star. My turn again. Oh, I love this game. Love it, love it, love it. I start with my little eye, something that begins with a G. Four! No, you're wrong, you're wrong. That doesn't begin with G. It was Galaxy. You really hadn't played this game that much. Hmm. What a shame, what a shame. But anyway, my turn, my turn. Yeehaw, yes. Okay, I start with my little eye to something that begins with a spaceship and laser beams. Nice data, little item. Base, target prison pod insights. Beam lasers engaged. Aegis! You still there, my friend? Can you see this shit? Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, my favorite thing about it is all the lovely little red lasers shooting all around us. Oh, Rooney, Rooney. Uh, are you struck about the lights too? Huh. <coughs> Gee, man, what the hell? Can you smell that sunny gas up in this pod? Um, can you hear the sound of Metal War thing? Uh, It's you in the mug, 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 it's you made, you made, you made, you made the mug.